podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I am joined by Andy. Yo, yo. Coming up, we will discuss our head-to-head record, go through the team lineup, give predictions for the game, and then afterwards, hopefully, as always, we will get back together and not be downbeat. We will be upbeat because we will have beaten them. What do we reckon, Andy? Crystal Palace uh, always remind me of a really good fantasy football name that always makes me laugh with Crystal Phallus. <laughs> well, our head-to-head record, we have, uh, incidentally, is an important number tonight. Do you know why? Nope. It's the same number of points that both teams have. 29? Yeah. We have drawn 16 and lost 18. Last time out, we lost 4-1 in a game that was, <laughs> it was a bonkers game, which involved a peculiar Helder Costa own goal. And, more notably, our worst VAR decision of the season. One of them. Do you think there's worse than that? Robin Cox penalty on balls, awful. The follow yeah. penalty, awful. This one was just some bloke couldn't draw a line. And evidently, I can't draw a line under it either. So, hey. how are you feeling today about, about the uh, game? I'm in really chipper spirits, as you can probably tell by my idiotic mannerisms. That's not unusual. You're not always in chipper spirits. Tell you looks like they're in chipper spirits. Been on the BBC web. There's a picture of Luke Ayling jogging. He looks happy. Oh, he's a happy chap, isn't he? Um, I, I feel like tonight's just got revenge written all over it. And hopefully we're going to go out and absolutely spank him. The lack of Zaha is very promising. And I'm just feeling feeling good about tonight. Well, the lineup, Andy, is Melier, Cooper Strike, Alioski, Ayling, Phillips, Harrison, Dallas, Click, Rafinha with Bamford up top. Interestingly, the bench is Roberts, Casilla, Costa, Davis, Geldart, Cresswell, Shackleton, Jenkins and Huggins. The lack of Pablo's odd, but you've got to say after, did you see Geldart's goals he scored for under 23? This kid's absolute filth. Uh, I mean, we're linked with sort of what we weren't. People were linked with trying to get him on loan. But I think Marcelo sees him as being in and around the squad and certainly towards the end of the season. Maybe we'll see if if we get enough points that we start to see him coming in contention. Maybe. How are you feeling about today? Anyway, I just told you I'm all excited and uh, you seem a little bit glum chum. No, not at all. I am up for it. I'm up for it. It's uh, a strange one. We said it's... uh, we keep getting these evening fixtures, don't we? And we've skipped a weekend. This is our Saturday three o'clock fixture on a Monday Monday night football. Some of the Monday, some of the evening games we've had have been absolute belters and set us up for the week. Yeah, I, I, I really fancy us tonight. You've heard me say it. I'm excited. Uh, I, do you know what? After the end of the last one, Everton podcast, where I said, "Oh, I feel a bit glum. It's one of them games where I wouldn't really be up for it unless I was there." Tonight's one of the games, obviously I wish I was there, but this is how I feel, as you can vouch for, as we walk down Twelling Road. I'm bloody annoying, aren't I? When we walk Twelling Road, when we do podcasts, when we interact generally, I mean, you're I a great guy. You're a great guy. Stop it. You're making me blush. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for tonight. I can't wait to watch us. What particularly about this fixture is grabbing your attention then? I think it's just the fact there's some wrongs to be righted from that last game. It left a real bitter taste. I mean, you always say it's them fine margins, but losing 4-1 to them was horrible because 
they're not great. The belows in the league, they're on the same points as us. Um, everyone hammers us for having conceded so many goals. They've only conceded one less than us, and they're meant to be like a rigid team, aren't they? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing that stands out to me. They're below us on goal difference, and I think they're on minus 10. I'll just take that. So it surprises when we've been beat with a three goal swing on our goal difference when we've played them, for them to be below us on goal difference shows that. The thing is, they've got, they've got some good players, but they're undoubtedly best players missing tonight. So that, that, that gives you a bit of hope. And look. So you're saying it said, should be easy? Well, hey, well, I'm going to just actually give him some uh, big licks, as the kids call it. Because we raved about him last season and I'd have loved to see him come here. He started well at their place and he scored against us in the in the reverse fixture, didn't he? So let's see how he steps up to the plate with his mate. Zaha's not there today. Well, I, I mean, I've, I mentioned him because he's the player who always was mentioned as being that prospect. He was the next thing. I did see it in glimpses. Um, we played QPR a lot. We played him in the cup and... Uh, well, the game when I tried to really focus on it was um, the home game last year at Ellen Road, which was where they played in a colour that resembled the pitch. I couldn't tell and the difference between them kits that day. I moved to be with my nephew in the West Stand, so I got a bit of a different perspective on things. And it was really strange because Eze, he didn't have a big, I don't think he had a big influence on the game, but I didn't realise he was asthmatic as well. He had to stop and take his inhaler a couple of times. Easy wheezy. Easy wheezy. Anyway, he is he is a talent. They've um, they're still able to play a team that you would think obviously is very experienced. They've got enough to um, hurt a range of teams, haven't they? So yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a very interesting one. We have got two games in hand on Arsenal, and we're two points behind them. That's a weird one. Depends how you look at it. So Palace have lost 16 of the past 18 Premier League matches without Wilfred Zaha winning the other two. Will they miss him? Yes. Even if they win, they'll miss him because he has such an influence on that team. I I think as long as we don't give them two goals like we gave Everton, I think we should be in a decent spot tonight. I, I can't wait to see Rafinha tear into him. So I've had a little look, as always, on their forums and a few bits, uh, a couple of posts that caught my eye one said a brave man to call this one it's Leeds 3-0 them or 4-1 or, or something else utterly random heck knows I'm like yeah that's that's kind of how it is with these this is what I said in the back half of the last podcast I think these mid-table fixtures have a tendency to go either obviously have a tendency to go either way they're not the ones that you go into thinking we're definitely going to be up against it or we should win this these are the games where we need to win to progress to that next stage which is great that we're talking about that already but then some of them started getting stuck into Bielsa and I uh, said, I don't think Bielsa is a top coach by, coach by only having one style. He may well have noticed how we struggle to open up teams if we have the ball. And then someone replied saying, agree, if he's the master technician, then Ross will be the next big thing and next Barcelona manager. But then he put, we beat them 3-1 if memory serves me right. I thought, nah, it doesn't serve you right, pal. It was 4-1. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. Some people just need to stay away from a keyboard, don't they? Oh, very much. I mean, his own peers, colleagues, Palace fans did point of the went, no, you haven't remembered that correctly. But 
It's really interesting. It's really interesting uh, when they talk about playing against new... Um, we should beat them. They're a newly promoted side. And maybe next year we will say, we should beat them. They're a newly promoted side. But it's it's not the kind of arrogance you need, is it? No, not when you've got a, a team who plays swashbuckling football when they're at the finest. On our day, we could beat anybody. And look, last night... I saw the highlights of the Liverpool-Man City game. And how good does our point at home against Man City look now, by the way? People will say we played them at the right time, but we went we went toe-to-toe with them and it was a, a swashbuckling game. That It was brilliant. So, yeah, as you can tell, mate, I'm Boyd. Um, I keep saying it. I just am. I'm giddy. Well, don't want to bring it down too much, but um, and I am going to say thanks as always to El Loco Joe on Twitter, but... She's taken, and, and I don't think she'll mind me saying, she's taken a slight break again. She's just posted the details, so it's Andre Mariner, but she said she's not going to uh, post the full details because she's got wound up, as plenty of people do, with people slagging off players, um, Cooper in particular, and people atting players and the owner to have a go. That is ridiculous, isn't it? You what? So people tweeting and directly tagging players to say how poor they are, essentially. Oh, slagging goodness. people off. Get a grip. I know. The bit first it's ridiculous, isn't it? The bit first one's going to some pipe if they do well, won't they? I'm all focused. The, it, they are exactly those people. They are those people who were swinging round statues in July or whatever month it was in Millennium Square, loving life, praising these players, and now they'll be atting them. It's not on. It's just... Have a look at yourself. It's football. These these are real people. They do see these things. You, you might not feel like it, but the sooner they bring in some kind of identification check so you can't hide behind it on on social media, the better. It's it's ludicrous that it's so poorly policed. End of discussion. You're excited. Predict it for me. Yeah, well, there's one thing we've not spoken about, which is absolutely criminal. Uh, what's that? Friend of the podcast making his 200th appearance for Leeds United tonight. Friend of the podcast, Calvin Phillips. I believe so, yeah. I believe tonight's his 200th appearance for Leeds United. I'm, it is indeed. Right? Yeah. Yes. What an achievement. What an achievement for a young man who, again, going back on his people getting at it, was getting hammered left, right and centre, saying, no, oh, he's not good enough, he's this, he's that, to now being arguably the best player in his position in the country. I don't think there's much of an argument about it unless you're a West Ham fan. I think even they're probably on board of it now. I think you've got to look at how good he's been, his development, where he's come from, where he's gone in such a short space of time. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have Calvin Phillips play for Leeds and I hope he does it for many years to come. Well done, is. Calvin. Yep, fair play. Should have picked up on that. So what's your prediction? 3-0 uh, Leeds. Simple as that. Well, I've gone 3-1. Word is Pablo's injured. That's more than one word, mate. My word for tonight. <laughs> Banter. <laughs> I hope he's all right. I, I really want to see him have a decent little dig in Premier League. I do it. too. He's the most important player that we've we've had in the last 16 years, probably, by some distance. And I was going to say, if anyone deserves to have a decent stab at having a nice swan song... One of the things that really grinded my gears, hey, don't really grind my gears. One thing that really didn't sit with me right was when we went down against Ipswich and Gary Kelly was meant to be getting walked around money and he didn't get the opportunity. Mm. That was disgusting. It'd be so harsh if Pablo didn't get to see his adoring public 
cheer him off one last time. You were meant to be upbeat and you've got me thinking about things that might make me cry. I am, I'm upbeat because uh, if it wasn't for Pablo, we wouldn't be so happy about what's going on. I really believe that. But I, I, the fact he nearly went this this window, was, it's sad. It, look, everyone gets to the end of the career, don't they? He's not as magical as he could once be because he's, he's, what, 36 now, is he? Yeah. He just Mate, it's not wrong with being 36. Prime of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look in your prime. He looks to, uh, he needs to be given the this one song he deserves and be celebrated like the hero that he is. He does and he will. Let's keep the faith. So you're feeling positive. We both reckon three goals. Saw on uh, the YP jury that Matt predicted that we'd score five tonight. So he's hoping for a big one. Five? Five. Five two he went. So he's uh, feeling that kind of vibe. Has he? Yeah, oh, see, got, got you well up for it. And James oh. will probably have predicted something silly as well. So there we go. We're all up for it. What's your word? My word is excited. I know it's really boring, but I, I actually feel dead excited for a game for the first time in a, in a little while. I actually, I, I always get up for a game. But tonight, I'm, I've been waiting for it all day today, which is a real good sign. Maybe it's just my mental state at the moment, but I just cannot wait for kickoff. And I hope that by the time we come back and have a chat afterwards, I'm not completely deflated. Paul? Mine's grinners because you've been grinning the whole way through this. And I hope that when we come back, it'll be grinners. We will speak after this. Right, well, we're back and it has finished Leeds United 2. Crystal Palace didn't even turn up. Until Benzaki had that did they have a shot on target or like even laces? Yeah, IU hit one in the first half from long range, but I mean, there's a fair bit to go through here. We are grinners. We're both oh. right. You said we'd keep a clean sheet. I said win by two goals. So, you know, it's easy true. that. That's too, too easy of a joke. Everyone's making that. I've seen it all over already. I think Eze was their most influential player when he got the ball. Very similar to that uh, St. Maximus. I, th- I think Ayu, when they took Ayu off, I was thinking, why are they doing that? He's the only one who seems to be doing anything. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that he, he seemed their best outlet up top. The uh, one who how- looked like making it happen, potentially, I felt, was, was Eze. However, yeah, like you say. It, Honestly, I thought Eze looked guff tonight. Do you know, after big, it's after a really after- weird one because he does glide around the pitch and he does have this it's his sense of balance so it looks it looks like you should be able to nick the ball off him all the time but it doesn't always work out like that but that is literally enough about them no more let's focus on Leeds United so what a start yeah the commentator touched on it um, which is probably one of the only things that they got right all night was that Jackie, Jack Harrison is not afraid of shooting is he he's always looking to pop one off straight away and that's a great trait sometimes it's frustrating he should have definitely had a second when he smashed it against the bar, but my days, what a start. They just didn't turn up, did they? I know he said, let's not talk about them, but how their keepers not saved that? He made some great saves for the rest of the game. I know it took a deflection, but he had lettuce hands there, didn't he? It's the deflection. It's This always happens to keepers. If, if it goes, deviates, sometimes they're very slow to respond and maybe it's caught him cold. It's so early in the game. Do you see that yesterday that Klopp was saying that Alisson's feet were cold? Good God, he had a shocker. 
But what again, a, um, box, one of the commentators said, Kale's uh, tried to block it and uh, <laughs> and he's deflected it. And the other one went, well, he hasn't tried hard enough, has he? If he closed him down properly, he probably wouldn't have gone anywhere near the goal. Kale's had an absolute shocker today, hasn't he? He's shown that he... He had a stinker, that, that he, one. He's I had was, a good career, hasn't he? Let's, let's be fair to him. He's had a good career, but he needs to pack it in now, doesn't he? He... he <laughs> You know, like obviously, well, we're in a shape, blokes. But it, um, talking about a bunch of athletes, at least we'll be round shapes and, and round holes. And uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not knocking his fitness. One of the things that the Crystal Palace fans were saying ahead of the game was that they have a, a, a tiring defence that people like to have a run at, and touch for failure was disgusting, oh, unbelievable. I'm glad he brought him down as well because someone in the middle had probably have... What was Bamford doing on that one-on-one? Was, oh, how mate, cute was he trying to be? If you want to talk about them, look at Pascal Strokes 50 pence said. That's the biggest 50 pence said we've had since Michael Dubry. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable 50 pence said. Smile about it. Night cost we won. I'm, I think we're safe now. Oof, 32 points, game in hand. We are 17 points ahead of the relegation zone. And that's 16 that they would need to catch us. It, it's just, uh, it's too far-fetched, isn't it? It's not happening. It, it, but the ultimate leads that one, it, but look. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, don't be starting. Let's just say we're in a very comfortable position at this stage, stage, this stage in the season. I'm delighted. But again, chances, isn't it? There's chances that we've just, I thought, oh, have we scored too early? It wasn't the best of performances in in the first half, but then we've done it again at the start of the second half and come out and a, a lot of Bamford's positional awareness is brilliant. This highlights it. This highlights it. The miss, he's run the length of the pitch and he's had so much time to think about it and he's thought, I'm going to lob him into the top corner. That one, he's got in a position, ball's acted. He's just about to speak on Sky Sports and he's a delightful speaker. I'll look forward to listening to that later. I assume he's going to say, yeah, 100 goals. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah. But it's, it's not just about me tonight. It's about the team. It's important to get the three points. He's blowing as well. They run, they put some shift in. He's always blowing. Though, when he does his post-match interviews, he's always knackered, bless him. And he has put another fantastic shift in today. The whole team did. If I could describe it though, in, in fairness to Palace, the best way I probably can is that that felt like an exhibition match today. That felt like a training game. We just it did. It, it, and the game management at the end of the game was unbelievable. One of the things again in commentary was said was, "Do you think Leeds have adjusted?" And the guy was absolutely not. There are no, they're, they're not. They haven't tweaked anything. It's lit, maybe it's just experience, and I think there is a bit of that, isn't there? You know, the thing. It's great that. Crystal Palace haven't no one's done the double over us so far and uh, getting doubled is rubbish oh, hang on hang on let's not get carried away with that have you played two teams twice three teams four. twice four we'll teams twice beat it. yeah who have we had Leicester Everton Newcastle who we did the double over yeah and, and Crystal uh, Palace right yep yeah, sorry yeah so four it's not exactly a flipping massive that is it no See, it's not right, but it's nice it, but it's four, four games isn't it all right, it's not the biggest sample. Scientifically, it wouldn't hold up. However, it is nice to have the double 
overs by these teams so far. The team at the weekend can't do the double overs because we drew with them in the first game. And then it's on to uh, Wolves who, who who can, but it's a game, that was a game where we, we should have won. So whilst it is a tough run of fixtures that we're in and amongst, we've picked up good points and nine out of the last 12, it, it makes the, the league position... And we're 10th now. Yeah, I mean, what aspirations do you have for the rest of the season, Andy? We are 10th... Uh, we're four points behind Spurs. I'd, I'd be very happy with 10th. I'd, I'd be very happy with 10th. Very, 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 very happy. I think any Leeds fan this season would have bit your hand off for 10th at the start. Most Leeds, anyone sensible, would have bit your hand off for 17th, to be fair. But those teams at the bottom look so cast adrift now. Yeah, we, we, again, we've, been, we've embarrassed them tonight. It, they're crap about Zaha. There's no beating around the bush with that. They are a very one-man team. If you look at their players today, they're individuals, they're a team of individuals, aren't they? Whereas we've shown that, you know, we might not have the fanciest damn names, but if you told me at the start of the season that Cooper and Stroke could be starting at centre-half um, in a Premier League game, I'd have been terrified. And they were very, very good again today, apart from attacking corners and trying to score. No crap at that, but the rest of it, they were brilliant. Let's have a chat about players of the game, who your man of the match would be. Television have given it Rafinha. He's had another good game, Andy. He's had a, he's had a very, very good game. He was probably the outstanding player on the pitch, but I'm not going to give him the man of the match today. Who are you thinking then? It's between two of them. It's between... They're, they're controversial. It's between Dallas and Cooper for me. And I'm, I'm going to give it to Cooper. I thought Do you know Cooper what? You've read my mind and I'm gutted because I had a decent speech lined up. Uh, did you really love for Cooper? I thought he was Absolutely. outstanding. I thought he, I did. He, he led from the back. He started attacks from the back. He, his game management and control of the game was outstanding. He kept everybody level. He was pinging some lovely passes. They didn't all come off, but he just seemed to be really assured and kept butting in and being awkward and making it hard for them. Someone who was defending one-on-one was outstanding and... He, he was just a real captain's performance for me. Didn't put a foot wrong. He's had critics. I just think it showed that he can play at this level and not just play, hold his own in, in a captain's performance and keep another team. And this was the important one. I've said this uh, in recent times, that these teams in and amongst us, are the t- if we want to be the best of this lot, we have to beat them. We have to pick up the results. So, massive result and was a... Tr- Captain's performance. Stuart Dallas again, absolutely brilliant. I thought I thought Calvin Phillips was was a rock again tonight in his two hundredth two hundredth appearance. I understand why you keep him on, and I understand why he probably wanted to on equally. But what you said about it being an exhibition game for me, that game tonight was the most controlled performance of the season of sorts. We got ahead yeah. early. We'd never have came under a sustained. But every team in every game's going to have chances. It's going to happen. And do you know why well, it felt like an exhibition game as well? Because like, although we were we were still attacking and we were dominating and we were going out and with some gusto, whenever we had chances, they all felt a little bit lazy. Yeah, it wasn't the, the finish, the cutting edge kind of clinical out and out. They're just showing the second goal and what Calvin Phillips does, he reads that ball and he, he covers some distance to cut, to cut it off. And that little assist, well, it didn't turn out to be a cis, but Click's in. You think ball from Click, it's so obvious. It's it's so easy to tell. It. You know where it's going, but but they're all going towards the ball. 
I think I'm just saying what uh, Jamie Carragher's doing. Oh, it's beautiful. There's in the clip when they give the ball away. Roy Hodgson throws his arm down. He's absolutely furious. Yeah, it's just a nice feeling, isn't it? Have we got till Sunday to enjoy that one? Yes, that's what you want in it—a week just to bask in glory. And Arsenal are either hot or not, so there's every chance we could go there and do an number on them, isn't there? Do you know? I think after that result early in the season, we're we're still owing one. I think we really owe him one. So, um, as we go to talk, uh, we actually had uh, a message from uh, Sarah Morris on Twitter. Two words for match pod. Unbelievable techers. Hashtag Rafinha. She's not wrong, is she? I've, I say it every time. I just want to get into the bone team in flesh and hope that our upwards trajectory can match his and that we keep him for a long time. But it is destined for the very, very top. I hope that's with us. Um, really hope it's with us because that'd be class, wouldn't it? Um, oh, but mate. He, he's, he's, he's frightening. The way he's adjusted is is brilliant. Uh, to be said, fair though, I thought I said I'd text you during start. His, his range seemed off at first 15 minutes. And then, but when he found it, flipping heck, he found it, didn't he? He has got a different kind of pain. The, the other footballers on the pitch <laughs> you know he, I, I was speaking to someone the other day and said that the only people that we've seen with those kind of touches in the last 16 years or those kind of passes were people like <laughs> this is totally right people like Chev and Friedman and then Pablo but they came to us at different stages in their career um, and weren't like blisteringly on the way up but players who looked out, and that's not fair to the rest of the team. They all have a lot of talent, but he makes passes and makes things happen that that the rest just don't. And I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll back this up as well. Mike, bang on about Eze and the influence he's had. Jack Harrison scored six Premier League goals this season. Yeah. Eze scored three, and one was a cheeky, rubbish free kick against us. But I, I didn't think I, it was a foul. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> if we got, are we definitely buying him? Is that signed and sealed? These hours after loan because it'd be a travesty. Yeah. No, I think travesty. I think it is. I think the only reason we booted it down the line this year was to do some other kind of loan, and, and don't even think we did. But it was it was uh, an exercise that will not fiddling. A clever adjustment on the finances to uh, allow for other signings this season. So, yeah, what is your word? I'm having yours from first half. It's Grinners. Winners are Grinners, baby, and. Uh, yeah, this 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 winner is a grinner, mate. I'm grinning as well, and I was considering going. Is I'm going to go for easy because it it wasn't easy, but uh, it wasn't too was it? much. Just content. I'm very content with that. I, I will, <laughs> and it works. I'm also going to spend the rest of the week looking up all the content from after the game and reading every last bit about it because it was so good. It was uh, another one of them matches where you're quite happy to dine out on it until we get prepared for for Sunday. That we shall uh, leave it for this one. It was a fantastic victory. Clean sheet at home, 2-0. We'd be buzzing out of that ground right now. Might even be on the train on the way back. Probably would have picked up a cheap celebrate takeaway. Don't need one. Just would have done it anyway. Enjoy it. Speak next time. Podcast Network.